0: or a little iPhone, or whatever you have there. Anyway, you're going to love this powerful, life changing, every single week podcast of Voice of Breakthrough. So, I just really wanted everyone to really understand the power of thankfulness and how much you need to quit murmuring and complaining. When you murmur and complain or blame God, you block his grace. That's a spiritual law. I mean, God was not happy with those people in the wilderness walking around. They had to take the long way around, didn't they? Because they kept murmuring, complaining. And they didn't like how God fed them. They weren't sitting there thinking, wow, this is wonderful. Here we are out in this total desert and God's giving us enough new something supernatural from heaven completely healthy i mean you want the perfect diet let's all go find out what that was right the only thing god said you collect it and then you don't you don't you don't store it away you you get what you need and then it goes what was he teaching them trust me every day for your daily bread what did jesus call himself the bread of life so don't think you can do any of this and not every day eat of the goodness of god right And that's when Jesus says in the scriptures, and everybody turned away because they didn't understand spiritual things. He says, if you don't eat of my body, he said, this is my body. He says of communion, this is my body. Now eat of it. And everybody's like, whoa. And come on, if it wasn't of the spirit, you wouldn't want to stay there, right? And believe me, you'll never be called to eat of anybody else's body or drink anybody's blood. Only people in pure witchcraft do that mess. But Jesus wasn't afraid to reveal a truth, a spiritual truth, even though he was going to offend every Pharisee. He, was going to, he offended almost everybody with that one. More people left him. And how many know we probably would have been offended? It would be been pretty hard not to be offended. Pretty much the only ones, for the most part, who weren't offended were people who knew him so well and had seen the miracles. And they would say, where do we go? They're, they're kind of like, we. they probably were like, we don't understand a lot of what you say. <laughs> this one's really strange. You really ticked off a lot of people with this one. So Jesus wasn't trying to draw a crowd. Jesus was going to speak spiritual truth. Even though those people couldn't understand it, Jesus knew he was living out things that were going to be experienced for a very long time, if not forever. And so... You know, when we take of communion, how powerful is that? So we're going to take communion in a few minutes. You know, the Bible says many of you are sick because you don't discern the body correctly. And that's right before they take communion. I'm not going to get into it. One of the things I'm going to be doing sometime in the future is doing an entire book on how to discern the body and including the physical body. That revelation of why Christians are sick don't you think that would be important since there's so many sick Christians? Like, wouldn't it be important to find out why God says Christians are sick? And so I I personally believe that discerning the body has to do with discerning our physical bodies. And so if we have the lust of the flesh, he's not going to say, okay, because you're born again by my spirit, it's okay for you to have lust of the flesh. What does it mean? We talked about this before. If you're going to eat anything you want because you want to eat it and it's not good for you and, and it's really bad for you, don't expect divine protection because it's, it's coming from a spirit of lust. It's coming from a lust is wanting your body in charge. Everything about lust is your body in charge. So anyway, so, but he also doesn't legalistically say now go and don't eat this and don't do it. He said you can eat anything. I mean, he, there's places where he's celebrating and eating things. So I just want to help people so much. This isn't about bondage. That's the big difference. This isn't about bondage. It is so easy when Holy Spirit convicts you. It is so easy when Holy Spirit says, "I want you to stop this," for you and everybody knows me. I mean, I used to eat so bad it wasn't even funny. I mean, I lived on candy bars, uh, Wendy's burgers, the gigantic pure what um, are those big gulps or what they're called? Um, uh, Pepsi's. And pizza. That, w- that was pretty much all I ate, except for when I had to go home and cook. And I cook so bad, they'd all rather I bring that home. But, and I was at that retreat in the Outer Banks. We had, I don't know, tons of people at that one. Everybody had different houses. And that's when we first started to do this. I didn't have a house or anything there. I think we probably, we've had retreats up to 50 people there. I don't remember how many were at this one. But I know, I remember I was standing up at the front of the church that that kind pastor Daniel's let us use. And all of a sudden I got saved in the spirit. Nobody touched me. I was just out on the floor. And, um, and I'm kind of thinking, okay, Lord, this is kind of awkward because don't I kind of need to be preaching? Everybody's just staring. Nobody really knew what to do. We were, the ministry was really new. And the Lord says to me, if you keep eating like this, it's going to kill you. And it's really sad that some of you have doctors who say, if you keep eating like this, it's going to kill you, and you keep eating like that. And I remember, I I didn't get up for a while, and everybody's like staring, like, what's wrong with her? And so when I finally get up, I quit eating like that. I still eat pizza, and I still eat burgers, but I don't eat them every day, and I really don't drink Cokes anymore. But you have to know the difference between Holy Spirit convicting you and changing you and you wanting um, and you wanting to do this on your own strength. So we're going to take communion those who want to. And we're going to take it with this seriousness wanting the Holy Spirit to take charge of our lives let me say, if he's in you, he's already taking charge. Don't confuse his faithfulness as being his approval. If you are living in sin, gluttony, alcohol, sexual sin. If you have anger issues, if you're living in sin, his faithfulness to you has nothing to do with what he says in his word that he hates. See, he's, he's so good and that, that we're, we almost can't understand that kind of unconditional love and goodness. We almost can't understand it. And if you had really bad parenting, it's really hard to understand it. You have to look at, am I being changed into his likeness? Do I love more now than I did before? Really love, not use people, not need people, but love. Do I have more joy, sincere joy, not trying to be happy and goofy, real joy. That's so deep that you, if you, when you get this real joy, it's, it's like you, you go to bed after a day of just doing whatever, God, it could be clean in your house, but God's so real that you, that you cannot go to sleep without telling him how much you love him and how great you feel. It's like, it's amazing peace, real peace. Not torment it, not thinking this and that and trying to make things happen and trying to make everything work and getting angry. That's not peace. Goodness. Real goodness. A goodness that just changes and changes as he works in you and you want to help people and you want to do what's right. You're not doing it because you, you care what anybody... Does anybody know I don't care what people think about me? But I really care to glorify God. Long-suffering. Going through something as long as It takes. And knowing how to hang on to God and get the grace. Knowing how to keep pushing through, keep changing, keep watching, long-suffering. All these fruits of the Holy Spirit. That's what really matters. And you'll never fool God. And you'll never fool the devil. And you won't fool anybody at all who really knows you. Can I tell you what? The fruit of the Spirit, the people who really know you know if you have it or not. You might be able to come here and look cute for an hour or two kind of hard in here but if it's not there it's not there if it's getting less and less you've backslid and aren't you glad unfortunately we don't get to the topic on repentance till the end of the book (laughs) but aren't you glad there's repentance so he says before you take of communion the word of God says you're supposed to examine yourself And, and that doesn't mean oh don't take it because of this it does mean he went to the cross He was beaten to where they couldn't even tell he was a human being. So we need to discern his body. You've got to discern that he loved the body of Christ that was going to come forth from this so much that he completely, completely let them beat the tart of him and he was God. He could have caught a legion of angels. He could have have handled it so fast. Do you know what that took of love? To not hate those people, so then when he did it, the the, the uh, with his disciples and he did the um, the wine, it actually represented his blood that was going to be totally poured out of his body. And there's power in the blood, and every sacrifice that pleased God. Him, he was he, if he really didn't have it, he was okay with vegetables. But overall, he wanted everything had to be blood the slaughtering of all the animals, all the, before him, everything was about something had to die. That's why the blood is important. Something had to die to cover your sin. And when they killed all the animals, they had to do it over and over because that wasn't enough to cover our sin. But Jesus' blood, because he was perfect, he was the son of God, he was the son of man, he was tempted in every way, and yet he didn't sin. His bl- he 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 would he would he was the only one who ever walked the earth, who would have gone to heaven, until his blood. And so his blood made a way. And that's why he said in his word, he said, "You have to forgive. You have to forgive. And forgive. When you really forgive, you're not mad about it anymore." Like I can tell all these testimonies of being, you know, they tried to kill me in church, and all these things that happened, and people persecuting me, and, and I really have absolutely, I want them all in heaven. I'm, I'm able to forgive. I can really separate them. I'm not trying to make everybody mad at somebody. So when he says, you know, to discern the body, look at what he paid. He, he's really talking about when you see that the Father only sees you the way he created you, in his image and his likeness. He does not allow us to look at anybody except the way he created them. So he had to separate all that demonic stuff that was going to attack him on the cross. He had to separate all those demons that was going to drag him to hell. He had to separate all of that away from us. And when he went on the cross, he let all those demons come and, and, and do whatever they wanted. He, but he, he had to forgive them. He went through the most painful death. He was completely innocent. And the most important thing is he did not have to have it happen. He chose to have it happen. And it really hurt. And it was horrible. And it was painful. But he knew that his perfect blood had to go before the mercy seat of the Father and cry out for the human race. That all could be saved. So you can't the Bible says you can't be forgiven if you don't forgive. And if you still think bad about anybody, an ex husband, a parent who, and there's some, some people had some extremely, extremely abusive parents and step parents, horrific. But guess what? Jesus hung on that cross and he said, Forgive them, separate them from the demons. That attacked you. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Because they didn't understand the spirit realm. They didn't understand what was causing them to do what they did. If you had a parent who was hateful to you, they didn't understand what they were doing. Yes, in the natural they knew what they were doing, just like Jesus in the natural knew, hey, they're trying to kill you, Jesus. I said, that. I said Lord, how can you say they don't know what they're doing? I believe you. But like when they're yelling, crucify him, Like, isn't it kind of clear? They're thinking they're going to kill you when they're beating you? And the Lord said, you don't understand. They did not understand the spirit behind it. When you've hurt somebody, you did not understand the spirit behind it. When you hurt your own children, face it. Go to God. Get real repentance. Quit blaming anybody else for your sin. Don't stand before a judge and blame somebody else for your sin. And then it's like, okay, you paid the price. For when I did things, I didn't know what I was doing. That's why there's no condemnation. I believe me, I haven't done things perfect. I' felt thankful for repentance. Real repentance. not fear-based. real repentance. "Oh God, that's the last thing everyone did to try to do to hurt my child, make them think they had to do this. And then when you really repent and you turn from it, there's mercy. See, he took his blood and he put it on the mercy seat of God. Think about it. Every animal that was ever sacrificed, they're fine, It, it was ever sacrificed before Christ on that cross, every one of them represented there's one coming whose blood is going to be the final sacrifice. So as we take this, I want you to make sure that you get that and you forgive anybody. I don't, no matter how horrific they did, maybe it wasn't even big in the eyes of somebody else, but it hurt you. And it keeps that spirit there, that tormentor there. It keeps that chain there. It keeps trying to make you be religious or whatever to stop you from facing it. Father, we come before you today. Father God, we come before you and we thank you for sending your only begotten son, the son of God became the son of man. Lord, as we eat this, you became this flesh and you were sinless and you dwelt among us. So right now, Lord, we partake of this that represents your body. Beaten, beyond recognition, painful. They slaughtered you, God. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for everything you took on that cross so everyone here and everyone hearing this and everyone who would hear this in future and everyone who ever gets the revelation would know that you paid to make sure we weren't victims, but that we were overcomers. You paid to set us free. You paid to heal us. You paid to heal us physically, emotionally, in our soul, in our spirits to be born again and healed. You paid the full price we thank you so Lord we'll gladly partake of this which represents your body and Lord we discern your body correctly what you paid for Lord we ask you to help us to discern the body of Christ to help us to quit attacking each other and tearing each other down but God to pray for each other because you'll make us stand and God Forgive us for not discerning our own bodies, our physical bodies correctly. That we can be set free from addictions. That we can be set free from self-abuse. That we can be set free from self-hate that brings that abuse. Cleanses God cleanse us from all unrighteousness and every sin and God, make it so real that we'll say yes to you and live for you. So right now we partake of this in Jesus' name. And Lord, we partake now of this church represents your sacrifice. All the beatings were for our healing. The thorns in your head were for our mental healing. But God, this blood, it was so that we did not have to go to hell. It was so that we could be redeemed from darkness. It was so that we could belong to you. No matter how crazy the world gets, we belong to you. So Lord, as we partake of this, we thank you for what you've done for us. And Lord, bring us into a really real relationship with you. In Jesus' name. Now, if you love this teaching, and you better say you love this teaching, then we want you to check out our web at beautyforashes.org. There is so much teaching there, and there's a resource uh, library there. And also, check out my Facebook page at Cindy Foster Beauty for Ashes Ministry. We'd love you to partner with us and come along for the ride into the apostolic. God bless you.